Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Ow! Ow, ow, ow! Mwahaha, ha, 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 ha. Come here, my pretties. Hee, 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 hee. Oh, 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 oh. Tim Allen, what are you doing here? Huh? Hello, and welcome to <laughs> Little Marty, <laughs> the only podcast that I'm aware of dedicated to covering, <laughs> covering the <laughs> works of Martin Scorsese and Adam Sandler. My name is Eric Halloween. And my name is Jeremy Halloween. For tonight, oh, Eric. For, for tonight, just in, in, in honor of Hubie Halloween. And what a coinky dink. To have our both of our given last names to be the same last name as the very main character in this movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I got to say, Eric, I couldn't be more excited to do this episode. This is kind of the big show. You know, this is kind of it here. Hubie this Halloween. is it, man. I mean, I kind of yeah, couldn't sleep last night. I know. Waiting for it, you know? You know? This is the this is the movie that started that started our podcast. And yes, I know we podcasted for a couple of years before this movie came out. But don't you kind of feel like we just kind of knew Hubie Halloween was going to come out at some point? We could just feel it in our bones. I feel like we willed Hubie Halloween into existence <laughs> yeah. in some way. Yeah. Uh, and should be getting a, a a check from Netflix annually. It was like such, um, in all seriousness, it was like a pretty cool treat to get towards the end of a pretty lousy year last year, I, I think. You know, like all things yeah. considered, we did get a Halloween-themed Adam Sandler movie, which is something I think I've kind of always wanted. I don't know about you. Oh yeah, yeah. Once I um, you know, I was actually kind of curious to see like what people would be saying about this movie this this time around cuz last year, I mean, it, it really did feel like a lot of us were just like, "Man, we really need this. We need this to be good." Yeah. And it is pretty good. And yeah. it and and it it's it's uh it's just very silly and it it kind of it's nostalgic for some of us, and it's it's just a goof. Sandler back to you know his roots in a way, and uh, I'm I'm very pleased to see that on like Twitter and stuff that people are still. Hubie has almost gotten like bigger. Like at this point, it is a cult uh, movie, right? I would definitely say that. If not, just a just a classic, kind of a, a oh yeah Halloween classic. You know I. Do I, I remember like people online at first? I think we're trying to do the ironic kind of eye rolly posts about it, kind of yeah. like making fun of it. Oh my gosh, can you believe? Or using it as a punchline. And you know, I even played into some of those jokes myself because it's it's a silly name for a movie or whatever. But I I, I feel like you know the people at some point 
you know, ch- it changed. The conversation changed about it to where people were like, I don't know if people are seriously making fun of this movie, but it, but this movie rocks. So it's like no hate, no hate whatsoever uh, to Hubie Halloween. This is uh, great, and I'm happy to report it's great the second time around. Oh, yeah. Second time's a charm. Um, yeah, I, so this is, uh, no, October is officially going to be the one month a year where I, uh, pay for a Netflix subscription. Perfect. <laughs> I, 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 do they have, does I, this movie, I, I is this movie on like Blu-ray? I, I don't know, man. I've looked for ways to just get this movie individually and you cannot stream it anywhere else, mm. uh, legally. Let's see what Hubie Halloween Blu-ray Yeah, I, shows. I, I wonder if there is a Blu-ray of it. Blu-ray.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you'd have to go to Blu-ray.com to get it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think some of these are... I'm seeing some eBay stuff that may or may not be official. That's but uh, technically, official, you can yeah. get uh, Hubie Halloween on Blu-ray. You can also, if you, if you want to go to Amazon.com, you can get a few different Hubie Halloween merchandise, including a coloring mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, there is a mug. There is wall decor, as in poster stuff. So, yeah. Uh, Oh, you can also get a boner donor T-shirt from Amazon. (laughs) Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Um, You know, Jeremy, I should put out a warning uh, before we get into this. Um, just to d- give some of our list, I, cause some of our listeners might be freaking out. Some of our like hardcore listeners, cause the right. way we normally do this show and we're a podcast about Martin Scorsese, Adam Sandler. We kind of, you know, we've been going back to back and forth, right. uh, chronologically. We started with going overboard and, uh, you know, we go, uh, suddenly we're cover we're covering Mr. Deeds and then suddenly we're covering Hubie Halloween. I don't want someone to like put this on and think oh man did i like step into a time warp Mm -hmm. of some kind where i went 19 months into the future i just want to reassure you that uh you you're still in the present time yeah i'd like to say those right yeah Mm -hmm. yes yeah we that's important i think uh you know i think we just I, I'm glad because you suggested that we cut. We just jumped to Hubie Halloween right away. It's the Halloween time. Couldn't have had a better idea, my dude. And I say we dive right into it. But first, tell the people a little bit about the old Patreon. Well, our Patreon has been rocking and rolling and cackling its way all through October. <laughs> yep, we covered. Uh, four delightful witch movies, uh, which we've been calling Witch Month. Which, well, Wait, we've been witch movies. Wi- well, witch movies. Witch th- witch movie. Which witch movies? Exactly. There's four of them, and you can find them all on Patreon.com/slash Eric and Jeremy. We covered the witches of Eastwick. We covered the witches. We covered. That's a good one. Uh huh. Casper meets Wendy. <laughs> Interesting <laughs> the, choice. The made for TV movie. And uh, this week, the final week, we are covering The Craft. The uh, yes. Nev Campbell um, classic, The Craft. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that was really fun. And we're about to go into 
one of probably our our worst <laughs> decisions as a podcast uh, to date, which is the uh, Monkey Bone Vember, which is uh, every day of November or every week of November. <laughs> every day we will be covering uh, a uh, the movie Monkey Bone. So uh, get ready for that. Yep. Yeah, Jeremy, I just want to check in before we before we get into that. How are you feeling about Monkey Bone Vember going in? Because we're we're about to have to watch Monkey Bone for the first time. That's right. Yeah, I, this is how I'm feeling about Monkey Bone Vember. I'm gearing up to, f- to it. I'm, you know, I it's like it's like I'm about to jump into a freezing cold lake, Eric. That's how I'm feeling. So I'm getting my stomach ready. I'm psyching myself up. To take the plunge and swim across that English channel because what's waiting for me on the mm. other side is anything else besides monkey bone. <laughs> yes. Well, on the other side of that channel, Jeremy, it's Christmas land. It's Christmas so we land. Got, we, we got some big, big stuff coming up on the Patreon. Yep. Right? This is the best monkey the bone best December. time of year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, monkey bone December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, wait till you hear about monkey banuary. <laughs> Anyway, Jeremy, Hubie Halloween came out in 2020. I mean, I remember it like it was yesterday. And honestly, I'm excited to talk about this movie having gone back through some of the... Uh, we've we've done a, a decent chunk of Sandler's films at this point and like up to Mr. Deeds, basically. And uh, there's some cool like Easter eggs and just random like Sandler, ver- fun Sandlerverse things in this movie. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Julie Bowen as a uh, Violet Valentine, as we all have, have become aware that the uh, love interests in Sandler's films always had the V names. Oh, right. You know? yeah, that, yeah, that is right. Yeah. And uh, this is a reprisal for her a little bit. She was in, um, you know, it's a different character, but she was uh, with our, our friend Sandler in uh, Happy Gilmore. Yes, as the yes. main, as the main, uh, the love, the love interest in that. Uh, so, Jeremy, since we last spoke, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, the Nickelodeon's Kids Choice Awards 2021. I don't know if you tuned in this year. I did not. But uh, yeah, I I I tune into all of the Kids Choice Awards. Uh, favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Is it, Hubie Halloween was nominated for the ca- category favorite movie. Mm-hmm. And favorite movie actor also nominated. Mm. And on the other hand, did not win, huh? Did not win. The uh, oh, the recipients. Yeah. Oh wait, he did win. He won both of them. Wait, who it's did? It's weird. They Adam Sandler did, oh. and Hubie Halloween did. Oh. Wow. They set up this table. They present this information in a table on Wikipedia that is uh, very confusing. Because oh, well, it says great. nominated right next to it, and then it says recipients. Never mind. Also <laughs> uh, nominated and won for worst actor, worst screen combo, uh, and worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel by the Golden Raspberry Awards, which I'm going to say my least favorite awards. Yeah, they're, especially if you're receiving one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway. 
you know, I can't even see it. Like I get, I get it when people like rag on like grownups or something or, uh, man, I don't know. Like there, there's a lot of like click. There's a lot of Adam Sandler movies where people will just go be really harsh about him and be like, this is the worst performance I mean, there's not a lot of them, but there's there's a decent amount, and uh, or like this is the this is the dumbest, this is the worst movie of the year, and I never agree with it, but I can always like sometimes I can see you know where that person is coming from. I really don't understand any hate for Hubie Halloween at all. Well, they're like they're truly... people who haven't seen the movie, so they're 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 lumping Hubie Halloween in with movies like father-in-law what was the one we did with andy sandberg <laughs> oh that's my boy that's my boy yeah yeah they're, they're yeah. lumping it in with all those movies which were like no noticeably of of worse quality than than sandler's used to kind of churning out but then i feel like sandler had this like kind of triumphant return this re- re- renaissance a little bit where he kind of you know, I feel like after Jack and Jill, maybe he kind of took... Well, no, he was always doing Netflix stuff, so maybe I, let's not say that. But he did the Meyerowitz stories, which I really loved in 2017. And then he did, uh, you know, Uncut Gems. So he's cut a couple of more serious projects. And then I feel like this was one for him that he kind of did on the other side of that. And I, you can tell a difference in this. Um between this and like something like Jack and Jill. Although I do like some of the other Netflix ones. Like I think uh, Sandy Wexler is another one that I, I, I really enjoyed watching. Um, but yeah, I, I, that's my theory is that people just are, are they're They're thinking back to his, his kind of shitty run of like kind mm-hmm. of low, like, like we're, you know, grownups, grownups too. Uh, that's my boy, Jack and Jill, and they're and they're being like, oh, that's all Sandler does anymore. It's just you know, trash for Midwestern yokels or something. And I don't, I, you know, it's I, I I just think it's people who haven't seen it because if they seen it, I think they would they would know that this is yes, this is a Sandler film for sure. But it's it's I think this is as good as something like a Little Nicky or like a. Uh, Def, I like it better than Mr. Deeds. I, I like it better than some of his other, maybe even more famous works. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, this one's up there for me. Yeah. It's it's maybe, it's probably top five, you know, if not top three. Um, I was trying to find like a funny, uh, because we have covered this movie before. I'm trying to come at it from a different angle. I, I was trying to source some like funny, uh, user reviews on imdb Mm -hmm. and i have not come up with anything necessarily funny although i did find one that uh that i would like to read uh it's called no brainer for the whole family guess one month ago i watched my first adam sandler (laughs) flick and to be honest i liked it and i had to laugh here and there (laughs) <laughs> with all the haters out there suddenly on Netflix a new Sandler flick was out and yes I watched it and enjoyed it again this one is just stupid has an annoying voice doesn't make sense and by doing so it all works worked out fine and yep I laughed again here and there and on the end credits with all the bloopers I laughed again 
Not that it is a good comedy, but it's but it's one out for the Halloween season to watch with younger kids. They will love it. Smart to add some names from long ago to this flick, and for the young ones, sm- smart to add Noah Schnapp, Schnapp to it. So all Stranger Things geeks will watch it, and of course Julie Bowen from Modern Family. Wow. I had fun with it. Gore, <laughs> zero out of five. Nudity, zero out of five. Effects, zero out of five. Whoa. Story, two out of five. Comedy, 1.5 out of five. Here's what's interesting about this, Jeremy, is this is apparently like a scale that this guy... It It's strange to me that this person is braiding this movie on the nudity. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. As if nudity is something that will knock your film into like a higher ranking. Yeah. Cause this is like, uh, the, like all these other things, this user, uh, on IMDb named trash gang is ranking like two out of five comedy or two. The story is a two out of five. The comedy is 1.5 out of five (laughs) nudity, zero out of five. (laughs) Yeah. Tight. Anyway. <laughs> um, he gave they gave it a, a six out of ten, Jeremy. But uh, uh, that's not you know, bad. I was curious. It's interesting to hear the perspective of uh, you know someone who writes reviews on on the IMDb website about what they what they're thinking, you know, about Hubie Halloween. But Jeremy, let's dive into a little bit of the trivia, and uh, there's some fun stuff in here. Cool. Um, Adam, did you were you aware, Jeremy, that the Sandman's real daughters and wife appear in the film? I did know that. Yeah, I did. I did know that. Um, <laughs> you already mentioned that the uh, the Happy Gilmore, Julie Bowen, and uh, Ben Julie Stiller Bowen. Happy Gilmore return too. Yes, well. the third collab between Sandler and Stiller. Mm-hmm. They previously starred together in Happy Gilmore and the Meyerowitz stories. Mm. Never seen that one. Oh, you, oh, you know seen what? Meyerowitz stories? You got to watch that, buddy. Yo, isn't uh, the French Dispatch is doing? It has a theatrical run right now, right? Yeah, I, I I saw that sucker. You saw it? Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah. Is man. it like a limited? run kind of a thing or is it no. like you I, see it at like an amc or something i saw it at an amc yeah interesting yeah it's hmm. it that's the might new, have to do that this week you gotta watch it yeah it's the new wes anderson movie it's it probably yeah, won't be playing we'll like to... you know it won't be in like the biggest theater at at the amc but it should, his movie should at least get a limited amc run i would like to see this uh, it does not look like it is playing near me uh Anyway, maybe maybe Man, it also it's... just just opened too. So, mm. it's uh, hmm, I kind of want to see Halloween Kills too. Mm-hmm. I it's been so long. I still haven't gone back, Jeremy. I still oh, haven't gone really? back to the cinema. If Not were, necessarily if you because were out I, here. I would have I would have been making you go to go to. Well, if I was out there, I would have been going because there's you know, like I'm in the Midwest where there's just like a run of the mill kind of movie theater playing stuff and i kind of want to see dune and you know halloween kills and some of these movies but i love going to like an la movie theater where they're just playing like friday the 13th or something right. you know what i mean or uh not even that but just like the, some of the more like independent films jeremy i have a very refined palette when it comes to movies 
For example, Hubie Halloween is my favorite. Many of the cast members in this film also made appearances in the Grown Ups franchise. Get this, Jeremy. Sandler, Kevin James, Rob Schneider, Steve Buscemi, Maya Rudolph, Tim Meadows, Shaq, Jack Sandler, or Jackie Sandler, Sadie Sandler, Sonny Sandler, China McLean, Colin Quinn, Blake Clark, Dan Patrick, and Alan Covert. All in Grown Ups. Okay, so I can't remember where Alan Covert is in this movie. Who's he in Hubie Halloween? Hubie Halloween. I remember noticing him. Is he? He probably might have a bunch of makeup on or something. Alan Covert, Hubie Halloween. Maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking of Mr. Deeds. Well, no, because I see it in the trivia for Hubie Halloween. But I can't. He I, plays zombie movie dad. Okay. See, yeah, like I don't even know. I don't remember him. Alan Covert, zombie movie dad. I just want to get a picture. Nope. Interesting. Uh, if anyone has a, a still, tweet it at us at Hubie Halloween One. Uh, that is our real Twitter handle. You can tweet uh, any. Uh, Tweet any evidence of Alan Covert being in this film. I know that Brian's gonna gonna spend forty five minutes trying combing through the movie trying to find this for us. And and thank you in advance, my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Keenan Thompson's first time in a Sandler movie. Yeah, yeah, which is great. He's he's amazing. Yeah, he fits. You know, there's a, there's a couple people who are I'm like delighted to see in a Sandler movie, and they all kind of fit. Uh, pretty well. Like uh, Melissa Villasenor is funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, Betsy Sodaro mm-hmm. is great. Yep. Um, those are the only ones that come. To- oh, uh, you know who I thought was very funny in this movie, and I not that I like didn't think he was funny. I just never like. I don't watch SNL very much. Is um. Oh, Danny. Um, Mikey Day. Mikey Day. Yeah. My- yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 He's great. He's funny in this movie. Yeah, that's. I feel like that is like, you know, I mean, uh, we could talk about SNL for the rest of our lives. I mean, there's like a lot to there's a lot to say there. I, you know, uh, we I work in comedy, Eric. You know, you're very familiar with that world as well. Uh, It, I, I, but I will say this about SNL: if you want a, a a decent chance at being in an Adam Sandler movie. Getting on SNL is a pretty good way to do that. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I feel like he does continue to borrow from that scene, um, probably because he, you know, he visits all the time. He's, you know, kind of there, saying hi to Lawrence, saying hi to his old friends and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's an it's a pretty easy way to get, it seems like to get into an Adam Sandler movie, which is cool. Which is cool. So yeah, if you get on SNL, you know, that could be one of your uh, bonuses. <laughs> Um, let's see here. Hubie Halloween. Well, that about covers all the interesting <laughs> uh, <laughs> trivia behind Hubie Halloween. Jeremy, let's dive into the plot here. Uh, let's see here. Hubie Dubois. 
is a dim-witted delicatessen employee in Salem, Massachusetts, who is ridiculed by almost the entire city and is the butt of many practical jokes while his antics have been or have annoyed police sergeant Steve Downey, police sergeant Blake, and Father Dave. Hubie spends his time during Halloween monitoring the city as the official Halloween helper. Jeremy, what do you think? I I believe the opening is we're kind of like seeing Salem with uh, set to Monster Mash, Mm, the song. uh Well, the first thing you see is uh, Stiller has his bit at the beginning where he... uh, Oh, right, sure. Breaks, uh, one of them breaks out of the asylum. Somebody breaks out of the asylum and they leave a bunch of jello in the, in the bed with a hot dog wiener kind of hanging out. Yeah. Which is a great, great way to start the, the movie just with like a sight gag. Kind of reminds me a little bit of the beginning of Idle Hands a little bit. Just that like... Mm slow what's under the you know what's under the covers kind of thing and then boom we get a we get a sight gag right away which is which is a great great onboarding and then yes monster mash and we get who uh hubie dubois is right away and how this town feels about him right away great onboarding i thought good yeah it's like those early sandler movies like Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore, they they just like, or even like, you know, um, Little Nicky, they just set it up right away. It's just like such a clean setup. And then, and then we just get, you know, it's a solid 90 minutes of just genuine goofs, my man. Yeah. And they, they, they start off strong too. I mean, we're getting like Hubie's, we get the whole bit of like Hubie get, getting eggs thrown at him, and he he catches them with his thermos and drinks them. Yeah, and then, and then throws pukes. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so good. Yeah, that's within like five minutes of the movie. We already know what's going on, and we're already seeing our protagonist projectile vomit. Yeah, and we're seeing you know him at work and. Uh, sort of him in this weird kind of not not so much relationship but uh he has some kind of like um flirtatious relationship with Julie Bowen's character right away who that's always such a funny dynamic if not a little played out of like the super gorgeous woman is for whatever reason glued to an Adam Sandler weirdo character, <laughs> like, yeah. like so in love with him and sees something in him, even even through the pee stains on his sheets jokes and stuff, like, is never really grossed out by him. I'm also thinking about, uh, is it Veronica Vaughn? Is that her name from? <laughs> yeah. No, no, sorry, Vicky Valancourt. That's from uh, uh, from Waterboy, right. who see who's like eats dinner with his mom and it's terrible, and then sees his like. Like super dark yellow pea stained sheets, and and it doesn't matter. <laughs> I forgot that they've done that bit before. Yeah, the, they've uh, done that bit a bunch, yeah. and it's and like the the women always just seem to be like into him anyway, which I think is very <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's good stuff. I love. I I really appreciated uh, the second. Well, probably my yeah my third time seeing Hubie Halloween. This uh, was this round, and uh, I really. I really uh, le- uh, enjoyed Kevin James's performance. I think oh, Kevin yeah. James and Sandler 
it's just they're 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 like a great they're just a great duo they just they're they're like comedic sensibilities mesh together very well and i think like uh both kevin james and tim meadows have the right idea with a sandler movie that's like you know what's going to make your performance in this even that much better is if you put on a wig (laughs) like they both just are wearing the craziest wigs in this movie (laughs) kevin james obviously has like this mullet kind of haircut with sunglasses he's never takes off yeah while uh tim meadows has that like weird hair piece he's wearing right away when we first meet him um really good stuff good choice if i if they cast me in an adam sandler movie i would request that i get put in some sort of hair (laughs) hair 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 like some sort of wig yeah I mean, say what you will about like the uh, the grown ups films and those movies where pe- that people say like, oh, Sandler just wanted to like take his friends on vacation, right. or whatever. Uh, which, by the way, nothing wrong with that. I was gonna say to honest, it's a you. very Mister cool. Deeds thing but, to do. But uh, it really is, and uh, you could tell like Kevin James, like the way that I will say it, like all these guys just like going on vacations together mm-hmm. on netflix's dime has really like made them you know uh they're like close buddies so they can do these kind of like they can riff together really well oh I yeah i think there is something to that you know what i mean like these guys have all just been like hanging out a lot yeah uh, i will their say families know each other and the one yeah. the one awkward thing about kevin james is and i don't really don't know how i feel about this and i don't think anyone's ever really talked about it but Kevin James does really seem to be a shameless replacement for Chris Farley. Like they needed a bigger guy, a bigger, more boisterous comedian to sort of round out, so to speak, like the, the, their com their comedy team from their old SNL days. And so they have rock, they have spade, they have, uh, who else from the grownups crew, uh, Schneider, you know, and then, uh, Farley's obviously no longer around anymore, so they just seems like they just like literally plucked Kevin James to be the Farley kind of guy, and it's kind of a strange thing, I think, kind of a strange vibe of like, I wonder how he feels about that, or 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 if they talk about it at all, or if or if I'm maybe even reading too much into it, you know, because I don't think they've ever like said that out loud, but. It just seems very clear to me. I don't know. Have you, do you have any thoughts on that, Eric? I I mean, I, I see where... I, I think I get what you mean, and uh, I think that there might be part of that. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I like these guys came up doing comedy with like a, a guy who's just extremely funny and uh, a little overweight mm-hmm. and like played into that as like a comedic device. And I think there's... Yes, yeah, I think there is something to that. Um, I do think like Kevin James on the other hand was like also a stand up, and uh, like, I don't think that when he was, uh, you know, the star of like King of Queens, like, I don't think on King of Queens, he was necessarily like filling that role. Right. Comedically. I mean, they do make like jokes about, you know, his weight and stuff like that in the movie or in the, in the TV show. But, um, I don't know. I think I think I I, I see where you, I see what you mean, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really have an opinion on it. I guess. No, that's yeah, that's fine. I just I I don't know if I have an opinion either. Just 
some just some i've always thought that you know just always had that in the back of my mind of like oh he uh and i think a lot of people think that too like they kind of go like oh that's interesting they just sort of got him to kind of fill in they also did add uh what's his name who's absent from this movie uh but he's in the grown-ups films um who what's that other stand-up comedian's name who they they've just adopted he's younger he's uh he was from reno 911 as the oh yeah yeah schwartz nick Nick schwartzen yeah 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 uh where's yeah he's not in this yeah where's he in this man i don't know but uh he, he should be in this yeah he should um the day before halloween hubie meets his strange new neighbor walter lambert and news spreads around town about Hubie Hartman, or Richie Hartman, a convict and childhood friend of Hubie who has absconded from a local mental institution. What do you think of Steve Buscemi, Jeremy? Oh, man. Steve Buscemi. We've seen him as crazy eyes. We've mm-hmm. seen him as the uh, old classmate from Billy Madison. He's he's great. He's great. Um. Yeah, Steve Buscemi is just like a wonderful, wonderful and everything, and it's it's we're it, we're lucky to have him in this, especially in this role. I mean, come on. Um. Weirdly enough, this is probably the most grounded <laughs> <laughs> Sandler movie character he's done. Sure. Up to this point. Yeah. Uh. The next day is Halloween. Hubie is working as Halloween monitor and investigates Walter's home after reports of strange noises. I got to say, like, this time around, I was just really marveling at the, like, a lot of the great comedies, you're, like, thinking about, like, the premise, like, the premise of, uh, like, Billy Madison, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. The guy, The guy, dumb, like, this dumb rich kid guy just, like, goes back to school, uh or whatever like these the, these premises are just so like man why, why didn't i think of that or like how has no one ever thought of that before like they're so they're just so like perfect for a comedy movie and i right. really think like the just the setup of hubie halloween is great and honestly i feel like it's pretty prime for like a whole bunch of sequels oh sure and i kind of yeah. hope that we get at least a hubie tubie oh a hubie tubie would be well, it'd be Hubie Grooby. <laughs> uh, having reported this to the police, he is uh, recruited by Downey as an AUU, Auxiliary Undercover Unit. Uh, Hubie believes this assignment is genuine, although Steve hopes it will deter Hubie from bothering him. Uh, Hubie goes to a local Halloween party to monitor the activities. Uh, however, it soon turns sour. Hubie is tricked into going into a corn maze. Following reports about a lost child, uh, Hubie's young coworker Mike follows, hoping to scare Hubie. Uh, Hubie finds Mike and sees him get, getting pulled into the maze and then disappearing. Um, yeah, this Mike character is a real bully. Yeah, not good. Mike, Mike. Moongi. He is kind of funny though. Whoever this actor is, it is like Freddie Mercury outfit. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hubie moves his attention to monitoring a drive-in cinema. Hubie's old classmates Lester and Mary Hennessy 
uh, and scare. Typo in the old Wikipedia. Mm. Uh, And scare Hubie after false reports of suspicious activity in one of the cars at the drive-in, who turn out to be trick-or-treaters driven by uh, Mr. Hennessy to throw eggs at Hubie. He flees into the woods and finds Walter. Walter thinks he is turning into a werewolf and chases Hubie to a haunted house in a fun fair that is overseen by Chantal Taylor. Yeah, the Maya Rudolph, uh, Tim Meadows stuff is so funny. I was going to say, it might be the funniest parts of the whole movie, actually, is their exchange. And I think this is Tim, Meadow, Tim Meadows' best, as far as like a <laughs> uh, cameo <laughs> in something. You know, like, yeah. like he's great in everything. Oh, no, you know what? Walk, he, his role in Walk Hard is, is better. But like, this is still yeah. so good. Like, it's it's... He's so cruel to Hubie, and then, like, just the way he's cruel to him is so funny. Like, yes. I don't know. I think Tim Meadows is just such a... I adore that guy. I think he's great. The, the costume, the headless man costume <laughs> yeah. is great. Him too. sucking on his own fingers <laughs> is so weird. <laughs> By the way, I, there's, a, there's a funny blooper of that in the... Uh, in the credits, did, did you have you did you stick around for the credit bloopers, Jeremy? Every time, yeah, of course. Every time you gotta, and you know what? I I really hope that this brings back a movement to to continue. I want even in like serious movies, like I want to see in uh, Licorice Pizza. I want there to be a uh, a blooper segment, five minutes of bloopers. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Hennessy are kidnapped and Sergeant Downey is alerted. Uh, at the haunted house, Hubie sees a Siberian husky thinking it is Walter in his final form. The husky then runs into the haunted house and Hubie chases it inside. It is eventually shown that the husky is Miss Taylor's pet dog Buster. Pete Landolfa uh, goes in to scare Hubie but is kidnapped in front of him. Sergeant Downey arrives and suggests to Mayor Benson that they cancel Hubie or cancel Halloween. Uh, Hubie thinks it is Walter, but then Blake calls Downey, uh, stating that Walter is at the police station with Richie, who had turned themselves in, who also reveals that Walter's name is Nick Hudson. Okay, this stuff at the uh, police station is. Great. Very funny. Yeah, it also looks like they're uh, they're giving you the long Wikipedia today, Eric. You get the uh, you get the thick one. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> they, it's weird, man. I think there's I think we've got two authors. I think the authors like switched at some point because mm-hmm. we went from having like two sentences in a paragraph mm-hmm. to like to six. like yeah. Now it's now it's <laughs> huge. Yeah. So the police station stuff is great. Where we. We basically learn, well, we unlearn that Steve Buscemi is a werewolf and that, uh, that's what you're talking about, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reveal that really Rob Schneider and Steve Buscemi just broke out of the, you know, asylum. One of them broke out. The other one broke out to find the other one and bring him back. And that they're roommates and they're actually delightful people, but they're just a little, they got their little things. Like Rob Schneider likes to pee everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, Steve Buscemi thinks he's a wolf. You know, Jeremy, next time we're together during uh, Halloween, this is our character, my man. I'm Buscemi. You're uh, Schneider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That that I would. I or would. you know what? That's what I want. That's what I want you and Jackie to do this year. I'm, you and Jackie yeah. to go <laughs> into that. <laughs> she she can be this Buscemi character. I'll be the Schneider character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. DJ Aurora tells Hubie that someone uh, calls a lot more than him, always requesting a song for Hubie. They all think Sergeant Downey's ex-wife Violet Valentine is the caller. Uh, the burner phone that was planted when called is revealed to be in Hubie's house, and he races there, hoping his mother is okay. Uh, yeah, let's pause on the uh, the radio station <laughs> moment. Yeah. Yeah. Funny every time. Yeah, great stuff. We have, uh, of course, Betsy Sodaro, someone, me and Eric, no tangentially through UCB, very nice person, very, very cool to be around, uh, always cool to see them in stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, obviously the Shaq stuff is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is revealed that Hubie's mother kidnapped Pete, Mike, and the Hennessys as revenge for tormenting Hubie and plans to burn them alive. Mm. <laughs> Quite a turn. Uh, he rescues <laughs> he rescues them just as the police, the news media, Nick, and Richie arrive. His mother then scolds Pete, Mike, and the Hennessys for all the things they did to Hubie, and they also admitted that they were jealous of him. Uh, Hubie's mother suddenly disappears upon using the Frankenstein trick. Uh, one year later, Hubie is married to Violet, uh, is the new mayor of Salem, and his new uh, foster kids are going trick-or-treating dressed like people he knows. Having earned respect from the locals, Hubie goes into town on his bicycle with Downey escorting him and prepares for Halloween festivities. A very big daddy style ending. Oh by yeah, the way. yeah. We just mm-hmm. cut to like a year later and they're married and there's kids around and stuff. Yeah. Um yeah. So Jeremy, this is our second annual Hubie Halloween episode. How do you think it went? Oh, I mean I think it went at least at least as good, if not twice as good as our previous coverage on it. But let's let the listener tell us. You know, hey, listener, you've been with us a l- for the entire ride. Why don't you tell us how what you thought of both of both versions of, of the coverage? If you thought the episode was good, let us know in the iTunes review. Yeah. Uh, give us five <laughs> yeah. stars so we know that it's about the Hubie episode and say right. whatever you want. If you thought the episode was bad, mm-hmm. uh, tweet at us, at Ocarina of Crime. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, if you could give my Twitter five stars, that'd be nice. Please don't rate me one star on Twitter. What if you could rate someone's yeah. Twitter? Yikes. Yeah, that would be. Uh, I I kind of. Hmm. I'd like to see the chaos that that would create. Yeah, why? Well, I can't. It, it can't get any culture. Can't get any worse at this point. <laughs> no. No. Um. Jeremy, what do you what do you think of Hubie Halloween though? Does it hold up? And by the way, here's a question for you because we do um, our ratings at the end of these movies. Are we considering this like the official Hubie Halloween episode? Are we gonna rate it and then we'll just maybe we change our rating, we update our rating every time we do this movie? What do you what do you think, my man? I would. Uh, we well, we didn't rate it before. So That's true. Uh, we'll rate it here. I don't think we'll cover it again when it becomes Hubie Halloween time. But ah, 
Yes. But we but we will cover it every Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's my that's my take, but I don't make the the rules, you know. I just come up yeah, with Yeah, I think once a year is in once a year is enough. Yes. But uh Jeremy, what do you got? Give me a score out of 4 Chucky Freckles. Yeah, I I think this is a 3. This is this is not a four. It's not quite the heights of something like a, a punch drunk love to me, or doesn't mean quite as much as Billy Madison. Um, but I think I think I think I do like this movie as much as The Wedding Singer and the, oh, yeah. the Color of Money. So I'm gonna put it right there. Although I don't have a lot in the three. So I might raise some of these movies at some point because there's no there's no like three I, I only After Hours has a three point two five no other movies have gotten like a three point five or anything like that so uh, maybe I'll raise some move some of these other movies here in a bit but I uh, I'm gonna keep it at a three for now Eric where are you at with this movie um you know what Jeremy I think a three is uh. I think it, a three is pretty good. You know, I, I do love this movie. This is like one of my favorite Sandlers and it's it's great. Um, it's, you know, it's like it is a holiday movie. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what I love about it. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily, I, I guess I'd probably watch Hubie Halloween anytime, but I don't know. It's, 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 I, I will admit that it, that it is not, a, you know, it's not perfect, but it's very, it it just it tickles me so much. Yeah, uh, it brings me a lot of joy, and I actually do think it's a good comedy movie. I think it is. Oh, yeah. I think it is very good, and I'm gonna give it a, a three point two five. That's in order, a good score. That's a great score. I bore three point. You know, eh. yeah, I'll. I'll 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 leave it at a three point two five, and then I am gonna dock my Airhead score. Um, Perfect, because I had that at a three point two five. I'm gonna bring that down to a three. Nice, and honestly, like that movie a lot. Two point seven five. I'm 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 being too generous with Airheads. With some yeah. of these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Wedding Singer. I gave a three. I think. You know what? Wedding Singer, 2.75. Nice. All right, I think I'm done with the edits. <laughs> uh, You're hacking slash, and I love it. Oh, yeah. Um, Jeremy, so next week, I guess we're, we're, we're back to uh, Scorsese. And, yeah, um, you bet. And which one is it this, this, uh, this time? Well, let's pull up the old Martin Scorsese filmography. Pull up the, on the filmography. Wikipedia might as well be my homepage at this point. Uh, documentary films. Ooh, I have something to talk about on the Patreon episode, by the way, Jeremy. Yeah? Uh, we'll get to that soon. Ooh. Oh, we are on to The Last Temptation of Christ. Ooh, okay, interesting. Yeah, that's a uh, that's one of the Criterion Blu-rays I purchased in anticipation of doing this, uh, this podcast that I haven't mm. watched yet because I've been waiting, so... That's uh, that's gonna be great. Yeah, um, I haven't seen it, and you know what? I've been I've been having great experiences with all these Scorseses that I haven't seen. Yeah, you know, it was the case with Color of Money and King of Comedy, and who knows? Maybe TLTOC 
will become my new favorite Scorsese. That would be insane. But I love, <laughs> I do think it's a fun movie and we, we are going to have fun covering it. Yeah, we're into the 90s now after after uh, TLTOC, which is which is a different kind of Scorsese, you know? That's going to be uh it's going to be in, it's going to be interesting to um to to trudge through all that stuff. Very excited about it. Eric, you got anything else you want to let the audience know before we hit it and quit it? Patreon.com mm. slash mm-hmm. Eric and Jeremy. $5 a month, you get access to all of our years worth, years and years worth of bonus content, uh, plus the new episodes. Sign up, rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, I don't know. I guess I guess that's it. What all about right. you, Jeremy? Nah, <laughs> you, final words? you can fo- follow me on Twitter at uh, Ocarina of Crime. Jeremy, happy Halloween.